0: All I have is a BS that gives fries with a lemon and calls it Mexican. What? That's rude. Endermen keep placing random blocks in the end. Ah, uh, rude, Endermen. Which is my favorite game? Well, Pancake Daddy, I would say that probably Seven Days to Die is my favorite game because of all the games. It is definitely the one that I have put the most time on, so yeah. I, I would say that one is probably probably it. Oh well, thank you, make me purr. I appreciate the support. You are a rock star. I mean, I've played like I don't know. I think like 1400 hours in in 7 days to die so I don't usually like play that, that games games that much so yeah there's that mine is called Taco Mondo What is my favorite chicken breed like Orpington, Laycorn, Silky, etc. Well, chicken antichrist. I I don't know. Um, My dad did raise chickens, but I honestly am not a very knowledgeable person in regards to chickens. And I don't even know what kind of chicken we had. They were little brown chickens and they laid little brown eggs. Beyond that, I know nothing. And the boy chickens were assholes. I also know that. Like, roosters are dickheads. Um, but I don't know really much of anything about the different breeds of chickens. Do I like seafood? Yes. Um, I absolutely love seafood. Uh, I really, really enjoy sushi. I am a French, Italian, and I can't tarlet garlic... Well, you know, that's all right, Lily. I will eat all the garlic for you. Breaking the stereotypes, aren't we? You know, stereotypes are overrated. Big mohawks. What about big mohawks, Nam? Silkies are so fluffy and ridiculous. I mean, I would say by their name, they, they sound like they should be all fluffy. I'm glad that that's the case, because sometimes we don't name things well. I mean, as evidenced by muscles being translated to mouse. What? Chickens with big Mohawks run faster. Oh, okay. It's like uh, if you paint it red, it 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 goes faster in forty k if you're at work. <laughs> hey, Alpha. How are you today? me? i'm I'm doing okay. Like I didn't sleep as well as I would like to have, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. I am a very picky eater and I come from the Netherlands and we eat something called Oh Bor cool Stampot. You hate it? <sighs> you know, I really like dislike the whole picky eater label because it makes it sound like some people are have like more preferences than other people and what I have really found in life is that everyone is kind of a picky eater everyone is a picky eater it's just that some people are more willing to vocalize their preferences than other people and the people who actually vocalize their preferences get labeled as being picky like if you say that you're somebody who just doesn't prefer you know, in my case, bananas and pineapple. Like, I really think those are both gross things and don't want them ever to be in my mouth hole. Um, You get labeled as picky. But if you're somebody who doesn't like those things and you eat them anyway because it's polite, um, it doesn't change the fact that you still have those preferences. It just means that you're willing to backseat your preferences. So that's been kind of my experience is that people just don't tend to vocalize those preferences as much don't believe him it's delicious uh uh oh yeah we're i think you're right robot we're gonna have a knockdown drag out i mean we could just say that he can have all all of the stuff I mean, you know, if somebody doesn't like your favorite food, it just means there's more for you, right I mean yeah, i don't I don't know what it is either ads what is what is my favorite animal pigs? I was she, but I do like oh, another thing I can't say. I agree, Sarah Salk, picky equals inconvenient to inconsiderate people, basically. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just, and it's also often directed towards children because, at least in America, we don't feel like children should have an equal vote in food, which I find to be exceptionally rude. Like if I was going to be cooking a meal, I would look at the people that I live with and say, what would you guys like to eat tonight? But the norm in America is to look at just your spouse and ignore your children and ask your spouse what would you like to eat for dinner and then be upset if your children didn't want to eat what you were making. But then you don't let them have any kind of vote or say in what's being made. Um, I just find it exceptionally rude. Like we wouldn't wouldn't treat adults that way. Why do we treat kids that way? So I, I find the picky label to be... not nice and not accurate (laughs) I used to be a huge picky eater when I just allowed myself to try a bunch of new stuff and open myself to a lot of foods I would have hated before I mean I think it's great to try new stuff but I also think that there's nothing wrong with staying within a prescribed comfort zone and I think that from my perspective it's more important to look at whether or not someone's diet is meeting their nutritional needs rather than if it is meeting some social expectation. Um, You don't have to eat bananas to get potassium. In fact, it's one of the lower potassium foods. So, yeah, I find that most of the time, if you work with people within their tolerances and their preferences, you can... um, meet the objective of eating which is to have a good nutritional base and to have a positive social experience. It's mashed potatoes with a vegetable of choice in it with a piece of meat, usually some sausage and a thick broth. Huh. Sounds a bit like that stuff, potatoes and cabbage. It's a hearty meal for the winter. You'll love it with sauerkraut. Interesting. How many chickens did you have when you were growing up? Um, Not many. I think that the most that we ever had was like six or ten. Like it was never really many. Like we didn't have like a huge coop. It was just this little coop. What? your uh, abuelita would always ask what we wanted and also my mom was considerate about it. Yeah you know I I don't know what other cultures do and actually speaking to people of other cultures I find that um, my small sampling (laughs) so it's very anecdotal evidence (laughs) is that other cultures are much more accommodating to the preferences of children. I always just found it really insane to me that you would not allow your kids to have different preferences than yourself. like. I mean, Sarah is a different person than I am, so obviously she's going to have some foods that we both like and some foods that we don't, and it's okay to have differences of preference in your food. I mean, there were definitely times growing up that, you know, when I was raising her that I would cook something and she was like, I don't want it, and I'd be like, well, I'm not going to cook another meal because I don't have the spoons for that, but there's always peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. There's always... You know, fruit and vegetables in the fridge. There's always yogurt. You know, you you don't have to eat this, but I am not cooking another meal for you because you don't want this. I mean, so I always felt like that was a reasonable compromise. But... Growing up where I live, you either ate what you were given or you didn't eat at all. It sucked. Yeah, and Lily, that was my experience. Like, I was served food and... I was never asked what I wanted to eat. I was just literally given this ridiculously heaping pile of food that was always way more food than my body needed. And not only was I just expected to eat what was given to me, I was expected to clean my plate. And there was a lot of weirdness about, around food when I grew up. Well, my family loves meat, but I don't know. I just have some problems with swallowing it. I'm not allergic or something. It's just hard for me. The texture is very weird in my head. Hey, you know, texture preferences are just as valid as taste preferences. Um, for me, the reason that I really don't like bananas is because of the texture. I really just physically reject them. Like, I start to swallow it and gag. I, it is so vile in my mouth. I don't want them. Uh, That would require seeing children as actual people, Americans have a long history of generally being bad about that. That is absolutely true Sir Sulk. I think that Americans are terrible at treating children as individuals and as people and as the equals that they are. I mean just because someone is younger than you doesn't in any way negate their humanness or their value. And hey Torlak, how are you tonight? Bolita means granny but I feel weird referring to her in English as the Spanish word has more loving meaning to me oh that's fine I just wasn't really sure how to say it and I I struggle bus to say English words so when like words from other languages come in I really I'm like oh no I'm not sure um. hello Emery Pro how are you doing A lot of pickiness is texture based, I found. I think that that's true. Like, I think that a lot of people don't think about how important texture is. And I find that when people say, I don't know, I don't, I just don't like it, it's probably because of texture. And that because we don't talk about it in culture, at least in America, we don't have the language for talking about textures and textural preferences. And for me, the texture of a food is actually way more important than the flavor of a food. (laughs) Yes, hello, welcome to the food chat. And yeah, I say all the words badly. (laughs) Fun fact, my family eats cheese with almost anything and every meal. Yeah. Like that's my family with like salt pork when I grew up like salt pork was used to cook a lot of things and pork lard was used to cook a lot of things and it was just added into everything, everything. I was a very picky eater, then I get married into another culture and now I eat everything. I mean, I do think that that exposure, it goes a long way to helping people widen their horizon, but I think that some of it is um, what neurotype you are. I think that when you are neurodivergent, you are much more likely to seek sameness and comfort in your food choices. And I don't think that there is inherently anything wrong with this? again i think that it's more about ensuring that the two needs that food offer us is met you know that we're getting that nutritional variety that we need in order to build good healthy bodies and that that social experience that comes with food is also being provided so i think that if those two things can be met in a narrow diet that there's nothing wrong with that I just got the shit scared out of me by my speaker saying it's done charging. I decided to name it Sherlock because how many times I had to tell it... No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Zira, you are too much fun to talk to. I forgot. I still have to study. Oh, no! <laughs> well, just remember, you can, like, rage quit yourself and, like, and and... Pull yourself out of chat for a while if you need to. And I got distracted. We were supposed to do a water the face hole like ages ago. Uh, sorry, Coltron. Water the face hole. I'm such a slacker. I'll do it twice. I'm sure that somehow makes up for it, right? I get scared when Zebra <laughs> headphones say it too. It does startle me. I thought it was just me. Like, when it suddenly talks to me, I'll be like, oh, all right. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's really loud. It's like louder than the rest of the volume of stuff. So it's like this booming God voice. Headphones charging. Oh, battery low. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I was like, oh, you guys hear that too? Oops. Having come late to chat, I didn't have the earlier context. I didn't mean to apply anything with my statement. Oh, you're fine. Listen to me, human. I need charging. Yeah, it's always interesting to step into a conversation, like, mid-go, and then you're like, oh, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was just expressing my um, dislike for the way that Americans use pickiness in context of of people's eating habits. um, And how I generally don't find that people are any pickier than anyone else. Um, it's just that in America, we tend to not allow people to have freedom of choice and freedom of like self-exploration. And we want to like shove everybody into the sameness box, which I find really bizarre because I'm told as an autistic person that I'm the one who wants the sameness and the rigidity of thought. And yet I'm like, okay, with people doing being different. And I just want to control my own sameness. And it feels like American culture is about, controlling everybody's sameness and shoving everybody into this box yeah but my sameness is pathological somehow I don't I don't know how that works my speaker basically has to tell me everything if I so much as touch it it has to tell me about it I have been touched does it tell you whether or not it likes it I mean I finished the outside of the inn have more things to build before I decorate it though All right, we're making progress. Okay, they are making progress. I haven't even been on the Minecraft server yet. I ate olives, and I used to live in a French city where olives was like their thing. Everything there had olives. I suffered a bit, oh dear. I really don't like green olives. Like, I think those are gross. But I really like black olives. So if it's black olives, I'll eat I'll eat your olives. No, I was joking. <laughs> I just got this vision of this 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 speaker being like, I have been touched. And I liked it. <laughs> hey Maddie, how are you today? <laughs> you can have them. They were black olives, <laughs> and I, I green, bossy. How are you? <laughs> and if you're talking about me looking like Shaquille O'Neal, I think you're crazy. Olives are gross. You, you never had some type of kimchi. Um, I have tried kimchi, but I don't know what kind it was. We, when we were in family housing, we had a Japanese family that lived next door, and she didn't speak a single bit of English, and I don't speak any Japanese, so her and I like used to do a lot of like gesture communication, and like when the opening of the kimchi season arrived, because there was a lot of Japanese people living in uh the university housing she just like brought me some and offered it to me and i tried it and it was really good even though it kind of smelled pungent um but and she always fed sarah like sarah would like go over to her house and she would be just like here have food child um but yeah i no idea what kind it was but it was tasty So that is the one experience I've had with kimchi, and it was, and it was good. You must go, thank you for the fun. Ah, uh, well, Nam, you have a good night. Thank you for hanging out with us. I've never had kimchi, isn't that a bit spicy? Um, my understanding is that it depends on the type of kimchi. The kind that I had was not hot. It had a very sweet kind of tangy flavor to it. I mean, I would say very tangy, sour kind of flavor to it. Um, But it was not, it was not like hot spicy. Like there was a lot of spices in it, but it wasn't like burn my mouth on fire hot. Um, I don't tolerate hot foods very well like at all. And I didn't think that it was hot. In an online group chat I was in, we would joke about needing bleach for our eyes if we saw something that was vile or disgusting. Oh, bleached eyes! Things that cannot be unseen! You have homemade of that stuff from your dad's kimchi knob? Oh, so he just, like, has a little niche in the kitchen where he, like, puts up kimchi? Because most people do not ferment kimchi and anymore by burying it. My understanding is there's like a closet that you like dedicate for your fermenting. I really don't know anything about fermenting. I that's one of the types of food preservation that I have not like gotten into. Hello, emo puppy. How are you tonight? Don't pay attention to Maddie. He's just trolling. All right. <laughs> See, I don't know anything about it, so it's fine. Because when we were in family housing, they didn't have like the closets that would be required to uh, maintain the space. So a lot of them were, in fact, just digging a hole in the yard and burying a jar to keep the um, fermentation at the right like temperature and darkness. I, I don't know. You finished your work and you like your squishmallow. Oh, well, thank you, Evo. Today we have Tracy along with May hanging out. <laughs> a little trolling isn't too bad. It's okay, Maddie. Now you're hungry for homemade <laughs> kimchi. Why is Tracy visiting? I I don't know. She said she wanted to like hang out with the like the zebra crew, zoom zoom and stuff, right? I, I I think that as a zebra, she wanted to see the other zebra crew. It is past midnight, you're very tired, but I have to study, so I don't want to. Ugh. I hate it when I'm like, I should be doing this thing, I should be adulting, but I don't want to. Happens to be all the time. Like, on the daily, I'll be like, I don't want to adult. <laughs> Record and replay. <laughs> um... Yeah, adulting is so overrated. And adds... I mean, if you want to record and replay, then that would be a clip. The best I got for you. (laughs) After trying that particular type of kimchi, you put as much on anything as you're eating. So you're, like, really into it. You can't sleep. Uh, I'm sorry, emo. Insomnia sucks. Sleep listening to you say... What you study, or what kind and of study is that? <laughs> At this point, you're not going to get much done, <laughs> right? I, I, I would say that uh, the the amount of getting done versus amount of resting, and I think that one thing to keep in mind in the world of studying is that Resting is as important as reviewing material. Sounds like a brain wants a break and is going to take one. Exactly. Sometimes we are not very good at listening to our brains when they say, I need a break and I need to rest. And I think that that's when that real distractibility kicks in is that self-defense of the brain needing rest too. Because we don't always acknowledge that our brains need as much rest as our bodies do. Having done all the studying things, sometimes a break is more helpful than staying up late for the last minute studying. Exactly. I know, but I'm trying and it's boring. <laughs> but yeah, studying is always boring. Are you a fan of... Dylan Moro del Toro. I am hyped to see his new movie, his version of Pinocchio. Uh, no, I don't know who that is. And hello, Omglam. How are you? I still have... Oh my god, it is test day nightmares. And I am in my 50s. Oh my god, like... I feel that in my soul. (laughs) I, I... I'm a fan, and I don't know who it is. Uh... Oh, he's the labyrinth! the guy okay okay yes yes i just i I don't know names very well but yes that is not the name of the movie but the one with the fawn yes now i can't come up with the name of the movie That's all right. But now I know who you're talking about. Yes! I didn't know he was making Pinocchio. I guess I kind of vaguely sort of think I might have known that. Uh, I'm terrible at these things. When will I be streaming again? I will be streaming tomorrow. And I have my po- my schedule posted in the about. Do I like Harry Potter? I am not a big Harry Potter fan. Um, I read the first book and I just kind of went, meh. And that was about it. I watched the first movie and went, meh. Well, his latest movie came out this last week. Nice! Yeah, like, Sarah Sulk and Misrach are, like, the people who actually keep track of the stuff that goes on in my life. Because I can never remember, like... The names of the brands of foods that I like, the names of, like, people, like, just, I, I can't do it. I'll be like, you know, that stuff, or, you know, that person. And, yeah, they actually remember the things. It's pretty sad. Do I like horror films? Yes, Ebo Puppy. I like horror films. My two favorite films both fall into the horror genre. That would be Alien and um, Hellraiser. gonna try to sleep have a nice dream and i love your hat oh well thank you well i hope that you sleep well good luck with that have some like sleepy dust what is my opinion on poor people that is a very vague question i am not sure and do i want me to read that well she might want me to but nope I mean, I can try if you guys really want the entertainment. I mean, El Labyrintho Fano is the actual movie name. Like, do I think that poor people are bad? No, I think poor people are poor. Like, it isn't a value statement. Hey, hey, hey. I have a great memory until I need to recall that memory. Then nothing. That actor, his name. Uh, um. Oh yeah. And if you put me on the spot and ask me like a question on the spot, I am way, way more likely to forget a thing than if I'm just like thinking about stuff randomly in my head. But do you just forget the names, or do you just forget you watched and how it was? Um sometimes both like there are definitely times that i have watched a movie and i have totally forgotten everything that happened in the movie but i'll be like i know we watched this but i don't remember it and i'm like that with books too like i think that some of it is that i just consume so many stories that my brain just doesn't keep all of them and i think some of it is just the way that my memory works um If it's not, if it doesn't have something that really strikes a spark and doesn't drive one of my special interests or really get me passionate about it or whatever, then it is likely to not embed as a long lasting memory. Um, Yeah.